Welcome to Bible Center Church. Sunday, October 9th was a very special day for us as we installed our new pastors, Doug and Tanya Leckler. So that you can share and celebrate with us, the audio from the service will be available in nearly its entirety. The following is part two of two, featuring pastors Kurt Chusick, Gary Grabo, Tim Warner, and Don Schiltz in the installation of Doug and Tanya Leckler as pastors of Bible Center Church. Please enjoy this very special installation service. Hallelujah. What a powerful word. And as I was listening to him, I felt the impression of the Holy Spirit. He said, these are revival keys. These are revival keys. We've been praying for revival. You know. But we bring revival by those things that he pointed out to us that to be as a church, to be as a people. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Give the Lord another praise for that message today. I know that you're not with us. Uh, some of you are not with us in our prayer time, but Brother Gordy and those are within on our Wednesday night prayer meeting, uh, we've covered uh, some of this, this aspect of how important this area is. You know what I mean? We've got to be a voice. We've got to be a voice. Thank you, Pastor Tim, today. Uh, we love you, and we receive your word. Amen. And uh, uh, this is how revival is going to take place. So I'm going to ask those that would help me this morning now as we set the stage, I don't mean for uh, the installation and the laying on of hands and the charges that we feel is necessary uh, to bring Doug into this honorable position that that God has uh, uh, placed, uh, called him to be. So, David, if you would do that and... Uh, We have to make a little bit of adjustments here. Maybe the worship team would just go ahead and uh, give us a little bit of music in the background there. And uh, uh, it says that. in the early church that the Holy Ghost said something. He said, separate me. Paul and Barnabas for the work unto which I have called them. It's been a lot going on and a lot of preparation. They've been uh, working in the field already. But the work that he's called them to is he's releasing them into it. With an anointing that is sufficient for the work. 
and for the role. He told Joshua, he said, Joshua, he said, I want to encourage you. He says, as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. And then he goes on to tell them, you know what I mean? What are going to be some of the results of that God's presence in their lives? And there wouldn't be any man, no, no enemies. Nothing would really be able to stop you. Not because Joshua is so great or we're so great, because God is so great. Amen. God is so great. So I'm going to ask um, Doug and Tanya if they would come and sit here this morning. Would you please? <laughs> Just relax. <laughs> Amen. Um, it is my honor, but it's also my duty to pass on a torch that was given to me by my father 45 years ago. And so today, we're going to do that. And so to the church, to those present visitors, and also the body members. I stake, make these statements not to make them some kind of just a phrase, but they carry what is where we're at and what we're doing. We're at the crossroads of destiny. While this is a specific day, it is more than just an installation. It is a launching pad. Not just for Doug and Tanya, but for Rasa's Bible Center Church. We have a history. And we could recount our history. But even as we recount the history, it's not so what we have done but what God has done because history demonstrates God's divine potential shows you what he you know can do if you were to revisit them and that is why God so frequently asks his people to remember because he wants us to remember his potential Amen? Yes. Today, 
God is bringing us to the next level of divine purpose. The next level. He's bringing us up. So as we do this, we just got to trust the master who has a master plan. We don't know all the details yet. We don't even know what tomorrow is going to be. But we can trust the master. We can trust the master. Because there is one thing that links our yesterdays, our todays, and tomorrows. And that's another cross. It's the cross of Jesus Christ. It links it all together. That there's no break from generation to generation if we go ahead and use the revival keys that Pastor Tim, you know, talked to us about. Amen? So at this time, I'm going to ask the, our fellow presbytery to help us and join us in this installation. We're going to have a charge to our new pastor regarding his family and his life. And, you know, not because they're not already doing it, but as an encouragement and in a prayer. And then a charge of the pastoral ministry and then a charge to the church. So I'm going to ask Pastor Kurt if he would come and uh, share with us today what God has laid upon his heart to this young couple. Thank you. Thank you, Pastor Don. Uh, I'm Pastor Kurt Juzak. For those of you that might not know who this guy is, my wife Julie is with us this morning, and we pastor Stonebridge Church in Burnsville, Minnesota. Uh, I succeeded Pastor Ken Benson uh, at this church uh, seven years ago, and um, also just to remind myself, I, I, I might know a little bit about what Bible Center Church is going through, what the Schiltz family, what the Leckler family is going through. And I also know a little bit about family, uh, far, far be it an expert. I am learning and growing every day. But my wife and I have been married for 33 years. We have four married children. We've just been blessed this year with three grandchildren. God's pouring out his blessings uh, for sure. We're, we're absolutely over-blessed to have two of our children on staff with us at Stonebridge Church. And uh, our other two daughters and their husbands are active members in their local church. God is so good in that. Uh, I've known Doug for 20 plus years for sure. Uh, when we were younger men, 
And uh, it has to do with our longstanding history and heritage of our churches that we've had over the years. And we would come down with young adult groups and camp out here at Rush River and have times together. Uh, my wife, Julie, and I remember uh, Doug and Tanya's wedding very well. Um, very impactful. I, I knew God was calling you someplace higher. Uh, the worship. They had full-blown worship at their wedding. I'll never, I'll never forget that. And uh, we were honored to be a part of that as well. And so he went on to start his family. I was in the middle of raising our family. And so uh, we kind of went our ways for a while. And we really reconnected this past year. And uh, I've really enjoyed getting reconnected with Doug. And, and we're looking forward to a longstanding relationship as men of God, uh, as a husband and wife, as families and, and churches as well. So we'll leave that up to the Lord. But I've been assigned with giving a biblical charge today regarding family. And as we all know, family originates with our Heavenly Father. And the Bible doesn't take long to get into prioritizing family. First book, first chapter. And in verses uh, 27 and 28, God created man in his own image, male and female. He created them. Can I get an amen? amen? And he blessed them and he said to them to be fruitful and multiply and replenish and subdue the earth. The next chapter, two, Genesis 2, a man shall leave his father and his mother and he shall cleave unto his wife. Let's stay with his wife, stick to his wife, and they shall be one flesh. Amen. And so it's no surprise that the New Testament includes family qualifiers when it's talking about the requirements for pastors. First yeah. Timothy chapter 3, amongst many other things. It says that a pastor is to be the husband of one wife. Why a pastor would want more than one wife is beyond me. <laughs> but, <laughs> she's all I need. Somebody help me out with an amen. <laughs> One who rules his own house well. Having his children in submission with all reverence. For if a man does not know how to rule his own house, how will he take care of the church of God? And the Apostle Paul reiterates this very thing, and he writes his letter to Titus in that first chapter, as he's describing the qualities of an elder also a pastor. And he says, the husband of one wife, having faithful children, not accused of dissipation or debauchery or insubordination. And then the Bible goes on to describe the whole family's interaction when it gives further instructions to husbands and, uh, and also wives and children. In Ephesians, the fifth chapter, verse 22, wives, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord. Husbands, Love your wife, just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her. In the end of this passage in that chapter, it says, Nevertheless, let each one of you, in particular, so love his own wife as himself, and let the wife see that she respects her husband. And then it goes into chapter 6. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother. Hold them in very high value and esteem. There's no one like our mother and our father. And then it goes on to back to the fathers. Fathers again, right? It always comes back to us, Doug. 
Do not provoke your children to wrath. Don't cause them to anger. Don't exasperate them, but bring them up in the training and the admonition of the Lord. Amen. So always remember, always remember what the Lord expects of you. And then keep in mind that in general, people are going to expect things from you. This may be even... This may even be, be more true as a lead pastor of a church when everyone is going to expect something from you. But there's only so much of you. There is only so, so much of you. And so I want you to be reminded and in the order of these priorities that a pastor mentor of mine absolutely ingrained in me and it's imperative that you know these priorities, that you understand them, and that you practice them in the sequence that I'm giving here. Number one, God. God first, all the time, everywhere, no exceptions, God first. Number two, family. Family is next. Tanya, Kyle, Chad, Hannah, they're next. And then... Church, hang on. You're, you're coming. That's right. You're coming. Number three, your health. Your health, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, physically. If you don't have your health, you're not even going to get to number one or number two. And so we ask the Lord to help us in that and keep it, and He will. Be strong and of good courage, as, he, uh, as Joshua was told. And then fourth is this beautiful church. This church, these people that God has called you to love, and you love them by being a faithful shepherd, tending to them, caring for their needs, providing for them, protecting from them, especially in the days in which we live. And if I could just take a minute for, on, on those first two only. But God has personally called you to be a man of God. Above and beyond all other things, he's called you to be a man of God. And I want you to remember three very important numbers, Doug. 24, 7, and 365. It pertains to a day. So just thank him for the day. Rejoice in this day. Morning, noon, and night. Love the Lord thy God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. In the good times, in the rough times, in the mountaintop experiences, and in the, in the depths of those valleys, and never forget who he is. He promises to abide in you. Be certain that you are abiding in him. Because his grace is sufficient for you. He'll be made strong in your weaknesses. His divine power has given you all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called you by glory and virtue. First Peter tells us that we're called to be examples to the flock. And that starts with being that man of God. And it also means being a godly leader to your family. He's called you to be a family man. He's prepared you and he's leading you to a new place in your full-time ministry as lead pastor of Bible Center Church. You've been in full-time ministry. You've been in full-time ministry since the day you and Tanya were married. Continuing, he, and, and continuing on as he's blessed you with his children. But ministry is simply serving, serving others. You've been doing it since 2008. You've been doing it well. 
The Lord wants you to continue in that because our family is the first people that we're called to shepherd as a husband, as a father, your wife and your children, you know this, they deserve and they're going to continue to need you to be the best man of God that, that you can be. Be sure, to, be sure that your time and your attention to them informs them of how much you love them. Be sure at any point, and you'll get some help from Tanya on this, that you don't end up having an affair with the church. It's, we can get caught up in the good and great works of the Lord. But if we get off in the sequence of these priorities, everything's going to be out of order and things will not go well. Be sure to not cause confusion for your children regarding who's more important to them, the church or them. And your first call is to be a man of God. Your next call is to be a family man to them. Because we'll, we'll always lead best by loving God and our families the most. We'll always lead best by loving God and our families the most. And so Lecklers, as a family, God's called you for a time such as this. Tanya, God has called your husband to be the lead pastor at Bible Center Church. He's called him to a high calling. This, this is a, such a significant day. Amen. He's given you this high calling. It's got souls and eternities in the balance. It's, 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 a, it's about the kingdom of God and for his glory. This day is for his glory. Your calling is for his glory. Your life is for his glory. And so, Tanya, even at times when you and the kids feel like you're sharing a part of him with the church, know this, he's yours. God's given him to you. He, He is yours. And know this promise. And we know that God's promises are yes and amen. Amen. But because your husband has been obedient to answer this call to become lead pastor of the church, he's doing God's will. And when you do God's will, when you are flowing in God's will together as a family, the best of your husband, Kyle, Chad, and Hannah, the best of your dad, and the best for Bible Center Church is yet to come. God bless you. God bless you. I will lean on that chair. Praise God. I'll tell you, it's really been a time of being encouraged. I'm sure each and every one of you, uh, God drops something into your heart as you listen to Brother Tim, Brother Kurt, and uh, you could just sense the Holy Spirit here. Amen? And that's precious. And it's... uh, you need to thank the Lord daily for Bible Center, Bible Center Church and just thank the Lord that the Spirit is, has the freedom to move. I would like to pray just once more uh, as before I deliver the thoughts that I feel the Lord gave to me. And I just feel that it ties in with, brother, what Tim said, what Don, whatever, what's being said here today and Kurt, uh, how precious it is 
to be able to be in a fellowship where we can acknowledge the liberty and the love of God. Amen? Amen. Father, we do thank you once again. But I also want to say, Holy Spirit, thank you for your presence. You have the liberty and the freedom to move amongst us, to touch our lives. This is a day that is being written in the book of life for your honor and your glory. We give you all the praise and all the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, I have to say good morning, Pastor Don and Janice and Bible Center Church and visitors. How many of you are a visitor possibly here today? Oh, praise God. Let's give him a hand. Amen. Amen. I am honored to be here to participate in this event, which is entitled, The Best is Yet to Come. And that's true. God is moving in a powerful way. There's a revival on the horizon. There's evil in the land, but God's sending forth his power and his strength. It's truly a privilege to be here with both of you and this congregation. And so this morning, as we continue on here, I'm going to read some scriptures, uh, three scriptures from the book of Malachi. If you'd like to turn there or just write it down, make it your prayer and your thoughts daily. Uh, chapter 3, verses 16 through 18. And it reads in this manner, my Bible, uh, New King James, uh, a book of remembrance. Then those who feared the Lord spoke to one another. And listen to this. The Lord listened and heard them. God is hearing what's being said here this morning. Yes, yeah. God is acknowledging, yes, I'm here. Hear my voice, hear my heart. And here's, it goes on to say, so a book of remembrance was written before him. For those who fear the Lord and who meditate on his name. Just to pause there a minute. If you want the key to really being built up in the word of God, Moses sent the mantle of blessings to Joshua, and he was told to meditate on God's word. Meditation is a key. Psalm 1, meditate on the word of God. Give yourself to God's word. Renew your mind. Romans 12, 1 and 2. Be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And you know the rest of it. I'm sure you've read it. They shall be mine, says the Lord of hosts, on the day that I make them my jewels. And I will spare them as a man spares his own son who serves him. Then you shall again discern between the righteous and the wicked, between the one who serves God and the one who does not serve him. I think that just covers a lot of the thoughts that both uh, Kurt and Tim shared, especially Tim. He, he laid it out there. I mean, it was powerful. Uh, I tell you, if he wasn't so far from our home, I would like to go over there and join that church. <laughs> you know, I heard a young man preach just recently, and he talked about laughing at someone that was exercising and running around. And uh, he, he was a believer, 
And uh, he heard the voice of the Lord. And the voice of the Lord said, at least she's doing something. Find something to do and do it as unto the Lord. Be thankful. I tell you, you can't go wrong. Jan told me this morning, I, I wake up at 4 o'clock just about every morning. She says, don't get out of that bed. <laughs> if you get up, you go in the bathroom. I do not want to hear any noise. <laughs> we were in a motel room. It was small. <laughs> and so I was an obedient husband. I stayed in bed. <laughs> uh, God has a book of remembrance in which every act done unto him and done in his name is written. Do you believe that? I believe that. I really do. All of us share in this book of remembrance. Nothing done in the Lord is ever in vain. Both Don and Janice and all of you share in this book. All that has been accomplished through the work here for the past 85 years, the, uh, 85 years, Pastor Don served under his father, the founder of Bible Center Church, for 54 years, 45 of those years as lead pastor. What a wonderful, godly heritage. The blessings have certainly followed this ministry. Amen? Amen. You're blessed people. Amen. Say, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Amen. Amen. Let it be written, let it be said. Amen. As this transition takes place, it too will re be recorded in the book of remembrance. As Don, Doug and Tanya and their children answer the call to pastor the church, a new chapter in the book is beginning. Doug and Tanya, I have asked to come to Bible Center Church to witness your calling and setting into office, setting you into office as pastor. I be believe God's calling is going to be fulfilled before all of us today. In 1 Corinthians 12, 18, I hope you know this scripture. If not, think about it. And it talks about this, the, the flowing of the Holy Spirit and all the gifts. And then in verse uh, 12, 18, it says, But now, now, God has set the members, each one of them, in the body just as he pleased. You have a gift, and God wants you to let that gift come forth and to bring honor and glory to him. In Ephesians, we read, The Lord himself... Gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers. The purpose for these giftings is for the equipping of the saints for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. You need to search those things out with the rest of the thoughts there because they will bless you and lift you up. Doug and Tanya, God has appointed this season of your lives for his glory. You just heard that. This is a faithful saying. If a man desires the position of bishop or overseer, he desires a good work. I've watched Doug over the years, especially when he served as youth leader at Living Water Missionary Assembly for a season, the church which Jan and I founded 40-some years ago, 46 years ago. He always behaved himself in a godly manner. 
and was well received in the ministry as well as in the community. He carried a mantle because he received it from the Lord of grace, love, and purpose. It is an honor for me and my wife to be part of this installation. When he came to me, he needed an office. I don't even think it was this big. <laughs> he never grumbled or complained. He started fixing it up. He had vision. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he had vision. Doug, when God calls a man to ministry, his wife also joins him in that calling. This calling to hold the office of pastor to Bible Center Church is certainly God-ordained. Husband and wife will support one another to fulfill their ministry. And it was an encouragement to hear Kurt talk about the number of years they were married. Jan and I just celebrated 55 years of, of marriage. I got a gem. I got a jewel. I can't say that much for her. She got me. It's a work in progress. We impart the blessings of Living Water Missionary Assembly to this couple for the glory of God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ by the power of the Holy Spirit. I love you. I love both of you. You're in my thoughts, my prayers. I pray daily, as Brother Tim talked about, praying, being involved. There's people that are part of our lives that we've met over the years. I call them up. How many of you have a phone? <laughs> Gee, we can call people and just say, how are you doing? I was thinking about you. When I think about Don and I'm going to get, get together with Don, I find white chocolate and I bring him a bar of white chocolate. <laughs> he likes like white chocolate. Doug and Tanya, you have our full support along with the church family, your family, and other witnesses to fulfill your calling. In closing, I'd like to have the reading from 1 Timothy chapter, chapter 4, verses 12 through 16. If you have your Bibles, let's hear the pages turn. <coughs> I agree 100% with what Brother Tim said. Get that Bible. Get familiar with it. You know, in John 17, 3, you all know this scripture. You might ask, what is eternal life? This is eternal life, that they know the Lord. And they, be, they spend times, they built an altar somewhere in their home. And they worship God. When you turn to get up in the morning, you're going to step out of that bed, begin praising God, thanking Him for all that you have, because He has supplied all things. Thank Him for your wife, your children. Uh, thank Him for all the things He supplies daily. Amen? Amen? Take heed to your ministry, Doug and Tanya. Let no one despise your youth, as you are young compared to me. <laughs> And I am not, I look pretty good for my age. <laughs> Someone told me, well, Moses didn't start his ministry until he was 80. And I'm 80. <laughs> well, good for him. <laughs> I'm not done. I'm still working in the field. 
I pass out Bibles all the time. I speak to people. I just come into their presence and I know the, the anointing is on the presence of those who serve and love the Lord. And I just wait and I'm fishing. I'm waiting. And I want to tell you, I was saved in a UPS truck. Anybody else get saved in a UPS truck? <laughs> I got saved because I had a wife that believed that nothing is impossible for God. Even this Jew could get saved. <laughs> Praise God. And I'm going on all the way to, he can call me home anytime and I'll be with him. If I stay, he's with me. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> Let no one despise your youth, but be an example to the believers in word, in conduct, in love, in spirit, in faith, and in purity. Until I come, give attention to the reading and to exhortation to doctrine. Do not neglect the gift that is in you, which was given to you by the prophecy, by prophecy, with the laying on of hands of the eldership. Meditate, there's that word again, meditate on these things. Give yourself entirely to them that your progress may be evident to all. Take heed to yourself and to the doctrine. Continue in them, for in doing this, you will save both yourself and those who hear you. And I agree with what uh, Kurt said. Do not neglect your family. Tell these people, as time goes on, I love you, but duty calls. My wife has needs, my children. And you, I have heard great testimonies of how God has been working in your life and uh, working in the church here. And so with that, I just say, Lord, continue to bless them. I mean, I just, I say, Lord, this is too good to be true. <laughs> when I got saved in that truck, I said, Lord, if you're really there, let me know. And the Holy Spirit just filled that truck and I came forth from there and I had to go to a pickup station if you know what that is I walked in there and I said Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior and he's coming back the lady took two steps back and this was in a Jewish neighborhood she said what I and I said it again well where we find that in the Bible in Acts chapter 9 huh Paul went forth when the scales fell off his eyes. And I went from there preaching. Stopped my vehicle one more time, opened the door, and this man said, how you doing, Rabbi? And I said, what is this? I chased him through the building. I don't know if I ever caught him, but God caught me. Amen? So with that, I just say, Brother Don, my staff, Yes, I know. I guess. <laughs> I will do whatever you tell me. Oh, thank you. Oh, yeah, you told me to look at you. I'm telling you. All right. Yeah, listen, you're a married man. Yeah. <laughs> this is a staff that was given to, to my life from Tim Warner's uh, conference one year. And it was to all the pastors that were there. And it's a staff of a shepherd. And I haven't had the 
opportunity to hurt anybody with it, but it's been in a corner. And when I began praying about something to do for uh, Doug and Tanya, uh, it was spoken to my heart or impressed upon me, I'm going to pass it on to him. He served in our church and he served well. Uh, and uh, he's a member of the IMA, uh, North Central District. And I know he'll enjoy the fellowship with all the pastors and servants there. And he'll be going forth. And so I signed it for my wife and I. And I was, I'm suggesting that during our lunch hour, I, had, I even brought a, bo a marker. If you would like to put your initials on here uh, and just declaring, praise God, God has raised up another man of God to go forth in his name. Amen. And so I pass this on to you. Give me a hug. Don't make me cry. God bless you. Bless you. Yeah. Use it well. All right. Thank you. Praise God. Now she said, you hear that? Now get him down off the pulpit. pictures I brought along of Doug uh, in our church. Oh, yeah. And then I, here's a, one of our youth conferences. I tell you, this guy stands out like a... <laughs> if you can find him at lunchtime, you're going to be blessed. <laughs> what a smiley face. This is yours too, Doug. Come and take this. That was 2002. I can just roll off here. <laughs> here, Brother Gary. You're going to stay up here? Oh, yeah, I'm going to actually stay, stay up here. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. stay up And everybody said amen? <laughs> and amen. Absolutely. Praise God. All right. We are witnesses today with regard to this great setting in. But you and I are not the only witnesses of this. The Apostle Paul wrote to Timothy and he told us that God in the Lord Jesus Christ was witness to this also. You know, when the Bible says in Hebrews talks about that, 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 that great cloud of witnesses. I don't know how far extends today that the sight of those that have uh, went on before us, the founders of the church, those that have been part of it from there, how much they are part of this this morning, but we know that the Almighty God and the Lord Jesus Christ is part of this witness day. So as I talk to the congregation just one more time in this conclusion, God has given us the gift of the future in Pastor Doug, in Tanya. We've made the decision 
the decision was unanimous. Not only of the body, but also of the Holy Spirit, the Lord Jesus Christ and the Almighty God. The church and the pastor must form a partnership. A partnership that will be strong and enduring, all for the honor of God. We're all in this together, doing God's work. Amen. God has called us together at this time and in this season for his purposes. So I'd like to give us as a church a charge today. And for that charge, I would like for you to stand. I want to charge us today to grant Doug and Tanya the freedom to dream and the permission to lead. I want us to know that we need to expect and embrace the change. See, the Holy Spirit is still brooding, wanting to birth things, wanting to take those chaotic things and make them into something light and beautiful. Church, God doesn't need, and Doug and Tanya don't need, a fan club. He needs workers. Thank you, Pastor Tim. He needs workers. So I charge us today to create an atmosphere that minimizes stress and unrealistic expectations. Choose to encourage rather than criticize. I charge us today to help him care for his family. Encourage him devote that time and effort that's necessary to keep his family healthy. Thank you, Pastor Kurt. Embrace the possibilities, the opportunities, the innovations, and the change. Because we are a people on a journey. We're going to be discovering along the way. I charge you to promise and covenant with God and also with Pastor Doug and Tanya that we'll do this journey together into the future which is full of hope because the best is yet to come. The gift of the future.
Doug and Tanya as John wrote in the Revelations the word of the Lord to the church of Philadelphia I set before you an open door no man can shut it you have enough strength you have enough strength today in my passing on to you this man You take that, will you? What do you want me to do? Put it. Mm -hmm. This shawl, you may be seated now, okay? This shawl represents that you have been chosen to be a man of God. It's a design and it is a reminder that this is God's lifeline prayer. It represents power and authority that God gives. It also symbolizes that God has wrapped his love around you and invites you into communion with him. Prayer, your lifeline. Next, I want to give you a symbol of keys. That represent power, authority, and also privilege. The right of access to open the doors of possibility. Jesus said, I give to you the keys. He was saying, I'm now transferring to you as a representative of my kingdom. The authority to lead God's sheep into the green pastures and the still waters that the great shepherd has designed for you. I'll ask my presbytery and elders to come. Pastor Tim is going to lead in this invocation of prayer today. It is my honor, Doug and Tanya. <laughs> to transfer. Even as Elijah to Elisha. The anointing panel.
to lead Bible Center Church. The best is yet to come. Amen. Amen. I got this one. Okay. Praise the Lord. You with babies, God loves the sounds of your babies. God's enjoying it, and I'm enjoying it too. This is what God said in the scriptures, bring your kids, all come together, that was right. And especially on events like this, so you're doing a holy thing, and your children are telling us, we're here and we love you, and we just wanna, and, and so thank you for that. That's a real treasure and a gift. Yes, extend your hands this way if you would. Praise the Lord. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, Lord, we take the words, the exhortations, the passing of mantles, the equipping with keys and staff and love, anointing from elders, from fellow ministers of the gospel, of the Lord Jesus Christ who's standing to the right hand of the Father, to the Holy Spirit that's here, to the holy angels, to the congregation who is right here right now. We say in the name of Jesus, be equipped, be anointed, be blessed, be filled, be directed by the Holy Spirit, be anointed, be supported, affirmed. Let heaven and earth know that councils of darkness, we serve notice that this couple stands before the Lord and before this congregation to move the church. Yes. It's called Bible Center into shady green pastures, into places of high heights, sometimes going through the valleys. But Lord, always with the hand of the Lord. And we pray for blessings. We pray that many souls will be added to the kingdom. We pray that everyone in this house, these children that are here will raise, be raised up to follow the Lord Jesus Christ should you tarry upon this earth, Lord. And we charge them right now with the spirit of the Lord, the baptism of the Holy Spirit, the power and majesty of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. And Lord, we bless them now and we commission them. Amen. And Doug to take that place of senior pastor, of lead elder here amongst the flock. As your wife stands with you, together we bless in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Praise God. Everyone just stretch forth your faith towards this couple and just trust that God is going to bring forth a mighty work in their lives. And it will be supported by your love, your concern for, for this area and for the areas that you live in. And it's not by our strength or our powers, but by the Holy Spirit that will accomplish all these things. God will equip them at the seasons of need and times for his honor and his glory. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. The mantle of the power of the Holy Spirit has been poured out on all who acknowledge and live for the living God. On the day of Pentecost, it was sent forth as it was given to others in times past. But this is a new hour. Be steadfast. Be not shaken by the things you will hear or the winds of doctrine that will blow. Know that he that is in you is greater. 
and he will speak through your lips as you prepare your hearts to honor him and speak forth with boldness and authority in Jesus' name. And know this, that suddenly great things will happen. Suddenly, the power of God will be present. Suddenly, you will lay lay hands on those that are sick and they shall recover. For this is the will of God and the Holy Spirit. Glory to God in the Most High. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, I'm impressed to let you know that God has called you, ordained you yes. for this time yes. in the destiny of your lives in Bible Center Church. Yes. Amen. This is not a time of dismantling or deconstruction or demolition, but this is a time of increased growth and expansion. Is all that has been built and established by the working of my hand through the Schiltz family is the firm foundation that is set, set in firm soil. And there is built levels and levels and levels. And this will continue, saith the Lord. Hallelujah. This will be an opportunity. These doorways are leading to opportunity that is not in a new direction, but that it is in a further new dimension in what I have called you and this church to. I have called this church, has been called to this region of this land for the reaching of this people for the gospel of my son, Jesus Christ. And I will move in congruency with what has already been going, but with an increased measure of my anointing and my power, says the Lord. And there will be, there will be increase in spiritual growth. There will be increased measure of, of, of people, Lord, to do the work of the kingdom of God for my glory until I return that day. So I bless you, my son and my daughter, as you walk in the calling and the anointing of my word, saith God. Hallelujah. And all the people said amen. 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 Doug and Tanya, there was a time that God came, gave me a word for my life. And I've received permission from him to pass it on to you for it to be yours. And God told me, he said, I will not do it through you if I would not do it for you. So God's got all the bases covered. Amen. Hallelujah. So it's not just what he's going to do here, but he's going to take care of all the measures and dynamics. Amen. Hallelujah. Would you give them a praise this morning? God a praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. I give to you the new pastor of Bible Center Church, Doug and Tanya Leckler. I can walk. 
I'm going to start just by saying thank you um, for for being here, for supporting what what God is doing here at Bible Center Church. Uh, I thank my wife for standing beside me. She'll be with me through this whole thing, and and uh, we just um, so appreciate it. You know. We appreciate the church body that's here, um, but people who, who've drove a long distance to be here to to support what God is doing and to um, be be strengths even from from a distance, praying for us. Um, we just really uh, appreciate you. you. Yes. So, uh, Tanya and I are 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 humbled and honored to be given the opportunity and the calling to lead this body. Um, I was uh, I was thinking about uh, you know there's a phrase that says God um, God doesn't call the equipped he he equips the called and so you know you know I'm not going into this with any uh, thoughts of man I must be really good because look where I am now <laughs> you know that's you know God has been been leading um, my whole life I, I you know and I've just I'm just thankful that uh, that he's given this opportunity for me to serve you guys and and to to be able to do it here at Bible Center Church with family that I that I grew up with and love. Um, appreciate you all. Um, Pastor Don and Jan have definitely left big shoes to fill. Um, <laughs> they uh, they have. Uh, Pastor Don has always, you know, prayerfully considered the spiritual needs of the church, and he's um, brought a timely word of instruction, encouragement, and correction when we need it. Um, the two of them have, beyond that, what we see on Sunday mornings behind the scenes, they're managing finances, managing facility, managing uh, leaders, um, organizing ministries. And, and, and one thing that, uh, you know, that stands out the most is just how they make us feel loved and welcomed um, every time we come. So, um, uh, Pastor Don has, for many of us, including myself, uh, encouraged and, and trained our, my parents <laughs> that they could be godly examples uh, to, to us. And, um, and uh, Pastor Don and Jan have... Uh, Place Sunday school teachers, making sure that they were uh, spiritually mature and safe to to raise our kids, and um, they've 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 done well in in how they've served us, and they deserve our honor and our respect, and we just cherish them. Uh, Tanya and I uh, understand the responsibility uh, that we're undertaking, and we do not take this calling lightly. Uh, we're committed to serving each and every one of you, no matter how difficult you may be. <laughs> and uh, uh, we, we know that's not the case. You guys have, have loved and supported Pastor Don and Jan, and, and, you've, and you've already begun to support us and to encourage us, and we're just so thankful for you. Tell them to sit down. Oh, you guys can sit down. <laughs> I, I, I know. I don't feel like that means that I'm going to be talking for a really long time. It's going to take longer to get to eat, but I know I am the one thing standing between you and the food, so I'll try and keep that in mind. Um, I was pondering this new role in, in our relationship with the church, and I was thinking about marriage. And, and though this isn't the same thing as marriage, I just felt like I wanted to make a commitment to you that I'm 
that, that we are in this for the long haul. Um, we're committing ourselves to shepherd and to minister the gospel to all those who call Bible Center Church their home. Tanya and I both commit to serving and loving and encouraging the people of Bible Center Church until God calls us from it. Um, Bible Center Church, I am excited about our future. We have for a long time been saying, and you've heard it many times today, the best is yet to come. And as I've been, I was pondering this and I was thinking about New Year's and, and how, you know, New Year's comes and people, uh, even though there's, there's no reason, there's no, uh, no foreknowledge necessarily that, that something's going to be different in the next year, but people have this increase of hope. Um, it's a moment in time that they reignite their hope for the future. And so... I'm no greater than Pastor Don. Tomorrow, the family of Bible Center Church is going to be the same people that we were yesterday. But this is a moment in time that we can choose to raise our hopes and our expectations of what God can do through this body of believers and how Bible Center Church can make the kingdom of God known into our community. Hebrews 10, 23 through 24 says, Let us hold tightly without wavering to the hope we affirm, for God can be trusted to keep his promise. Let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good works, and let us not neglect meeting together as some people do, but encourage one another, especially now that the day of his return is drawing near. Amen. The day is drawing near and the harvest is plentiful. My prayer is that God would use our gifts and passions and that we would use the gifts and passions and visions that God has given us in acts of love and good works, both inside and outside of the body and believers that we have here, that we would see souls saved and lives changed for the glory of God. Because this... This is what he's called us to. This is, this is what he desires. And our purpose as a church is to bring glory to God. Amen. Pastor Don has used his gifts for 45 years to build us up and to equip us for the work of the ministry. And my hope is, is that God will give me the wisdom and guidance to continue that work. The best is yet to come. But the fact is, it's already available in here. Yes, yes. The best is when we step into the plans and purposes that God prepared us for. Amen. That's where we're going to find fulfillment of joy, fulfillment of purpose. That's where we're going to find uh, closeness to God, when we're not just absorbing in but pouring out. That's when we, need, that's when we find dependency on God. That's when we begin to trust in God. The kingdom of God is at hand and the power of God to reconcile man through himse to himself through the gospel message and through the calling of the Holy Spirit that lives in us and desires to work for us. It's available today. So as we move into this new season, I invite you to join me in praying that God will give us clear direction and a fire in our hearts Amen. to pursue his leadings with passion. Yeah. Bible Center Church, the future, the best that's yet to come, 
is when we choose to step into what God is laying before us. And so I just encourage you um, and encourage us. Let's encourage each other. The, the edifying is not just one direction, but two directions. We both need it. And so uh, let's build each other up. Let's encourage and motivate each other to acts of love and good works that we might see his kingdom come here on earth. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, we just thank you. We thank you that uh, we can have high hopes and we can have high expectations, not in ourself, but in you. That your abilities uh, know no end, your resources um, will are plentiful. We, uh, we trust that you can give us guidance, you can give us callings, Lord God, and, uh, and we just ask that your spirit, um, which draws us, your spirit, which um, causes us to, to draw near to you, that, it, that you would, that you would move in us to be bold that you move in us to take steps into the unknown, um, that you move in us to uh, cut out things that are stealing uh, the things that you've called us to steward, uh, our, our time and our resources, Lord God. We, we desire um, to build your kingdom. And Lord, we just want to see uh, your hand move in a real way in the lives of those around us, that we would see lives changed, that we would see souls saved, Lord, we pray for wisdom. And Lord, we just thank you uh, for this body of believers that you've pulled together. We thank you for the unity that we have. We thank you for the gifts that you've, you've poured out into this place. And uh, we just ask that you would help us to, to find the, the direction uh, and the best way to use those gifts to bring glory to your name. Lord, as we close this service and we move on to fellowship, we just pray for a blessing upon the food. We pray that you would uh, bless our conversations. Lord, we um, pray that you would help us to continue what's happening here uh, in just bringing unity of, of, of thought, unity of future, um, and, and let our, our conversations be full of hope and excitement for what you're going to do. Lord, we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this message from Bible Center Church. For more information, you can find us online at www.biblectr.org or connect with us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Bible CTR.